Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. <clears throat> We're going to talk a little boxing today, the Shoulder Strikes MMA and Boxing Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. How you feeling, Ty, on a glorious, glorious Wednesday afternoon? Kind of ugly up here in the Northeast. Yeah, kind of ugly down here. It's only, uh, I think, 88, sunny. It's, uh, it's kind of gross out. But, um, yeah, pretty good action over the weekend. Great boxing. Great boxing card, honestly. Um, the UFC card was, was pretty – it was okay. It happened, you know. Uh, this weekend we have another one that's going to just happen. And then after that, it's going to be another one. But we just keep inching closer, you know what I mean? Keep getting closer to 267 and – uh what 15 17 days so we're, yeah. we're almost two weeks out man hopefully nobody nobody gets hurt i think already somebody pulled out right for 267 cool. but possibly not i did hear some, somebody was pulling out today or you, it's hard to keep up with all these guys man there's, right you know in this game there's a lot more injuries than the average but that, 14 fights in that card man that is gonna be insane yeah that, but, that um, uh, it's a ru- russian fest on that thing though yeah that, that's for sure. This of, weekend's eleven. A lot of OVs fighting on that card. All the OVs. Russian Russia parlay coming coming soon. Wow. Okay. So stay tuned for that. We got a yep. uh, Aspen Lad Norma Dumont uh, made Norma event Dumont this weekend. We have uh, Bellator next week, or is it this weekend? Uh, I think it's this weekend, um, Saturday night. Is it? I'm not paying attention. Oh. All right. What? That Bless was a up. sneeze, dude. Yeah, I'm not even going to edit that out. I'll keep that in there for the people to let you know how real this podcast can get. Let's let's uh, let's you know what? Let's just oh, stop. this is weekend. Yeah, damn. On a Saturday, we'll get to all of it because there there is some MMA and some stuff to talk about this weekend and even from past weekend. But let's get into the big fight from this weekend that just happened: Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder three. The the conclusion of the trilogy. Fury gets it done again. Eleventh round TKO. Or not even TKO. I think that's a KO, but you you know yeah. what I mean. How, I guess I want to hear your thoughts overall on from the just specifically on this fight from beginning to end. The walkouts, if you even got to see them, the the fight not. itself. Well, the walkouts were, uh, you know, pretty ridiculous. To, uh, you know, Wilder wore a little bit less this time. Uh, <laughs> there was a man, a rapper, singing a Deontay Wilder uh, song that. Uh, he was not actually performing it. He was lip singing it. But, ah. you know, yeah. And then he gets out he there. Tried. And then, you know, Fury comes out to ACDC. You shook me all night long, you know, wearing a Spartan outfit. You know, he's always, he won the fight off the rip. Always won, won, won for the show. Uh, the fight itself, though, how did you feel? It was good. Um, it started out Wilder, I thought, had a really good first round. And then he kind of just, uh, you know, didn't really win much after that besides the the was it the third or fourth where we got the two knockdowns? Uh, um, I believe the I think fourth. It was the third or fourth. Fourth, yeah. I think. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I mean, F, yeah, from like the third and beyond, man, he kind of looked like you know a zombie for a lot, a big portion of the fight. You know, he was just looked like he was ready to go at any point. He stayed in it though. You know, I mean, he 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 can take a shot. You know. Oh yeah. He has a he has a chin uh, for a guy who gets wobbled. You know, fairly fairly often. Uh, Fury hits hard too. But man, when he hit. When he hit Fury with that right, that straight right that wobbled him, oh. I thought he, you know, I thought it could have been in the beginning and the end. Uh, so clean. But, 
you know, Fury, man, I, don't, I just don't see anybody beating him. He's so good offensively, defensively. You know, he can get up from any shot, take anyone's best shot. Uh, and he just, man, he hits hard. <laughs> and he's yeah. hard to figure out. Yeah, man. And, you know, like you said, he that straight right was awesome right down the shoe because it kind of looked like, you know, like you said, Wilder won the first round. He came out a lot of body work, a lot of, uh, you know, straights and jabs to the body and, you know, just trying to feel him out. But he definitely won the first round. But it seemed like after that, Fury... Uh, there was not, you know, he, he can't, you can't fight retreating against Wilder. You have to start to, you know, be the bully against him because Wilder fights like a bully. So Fury just started to lay on him, man, on the, you know, dirty box him on the ropes and just use his weight and just the clinch and just all, all the, every trick in the book that a big man can use, he used. And you saw it start to turn. Then that, that right hand, right, right down the middle, man, the, about as clean as it gets. Uh, any other human being probably is is not getting up or sleeping on the mat when when they get hit by that. But obviously the Gypsy King is just that's that he's just a little different than everyone else. Uh, you can you can say yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, you know he he turned. I mean he had a knock. He, he knocked down Wilder a couple times, but I don't know, man. I, I, it's just there's so much so much to unpack. He, he, how, how do you put into words how good he is? Like he, I feel like. He's going to be a person that you tell, you know, your kids and your grandkids, like, yeah, I was around when Tyson Fury fought. And yeah, he'll, we kind of talked about that last week, but the, the, it just, this is just another chapter in the, in the book. He, um, he'll, I think he'll definitely, honestly, uh, go down as one of the best heavyweights ever. He's on, you know, he's, he's, he has his spot in history already. So, you know, I, he can keep doing this for a little bit. There's, there's not really much competition out there. Um, you know, if he ever gets to to fight Alexander Usyk, that'd be that'd be a really good fight. I just think he's, you know, the size disparity, too much. Is just yeah, it's too much for somebody as smart as he is and as good as he is. You know, I, I think Usyk can definitely make it make it happen with his awkwardness. His, you know, he's a southpaw, but Tyson Fury six nine man. He's uh, Usyk's like six three. So you know, he's only thirty three. Tyson Fury too. So he's got a long. Long, long, long time left. Klitschko is fighting in his mid forties. You know, heavyweights fight until they're old. So, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really know who else can can get it done. You know, everybody wants Joshua to be this this guy that he's not. I don't even know if Joshua beat Wilder. Wilder hits him once, man. He's not. He's not. He's not moving. Yeah. So he is a a, a tendency for the for the old chicken dance. That, oh man, he's you know, you weak, saw a little legs. bit of Wilder doing that, and Fury did it too for, for yeah. sure so i mean you know there's no shame in the game but so these guys you know even wilder is able to recover very well you know from like they're they're not just gonna like not to say that joshua gives up but his body gives up on him sometimes yeah. like where he just his legs can't even work anymore and he's getting up like that ruiz fight is a prime example of that so so in terms of what like what we want to see him do next or what we got want to see those guys do next uh I, I i guess we can like you know that that's to be determined, I, I am very fat. Like I, you know, what fascinates me the most, honestly, is cr- it, the loser Wilder fighting Joshua. I feel like that would be a great fight, man. That's just that rare. should be the fight to make. Yeah, and you know, because I, I, in my mind, Fury's beaten everybody. You know, I don't yeah. think there's anybody alive that can really give him a serious fight. He's always going to be entertaining, so I'll always watch. But the most intrigue for me would be those two fighting, and then. Maybe if Joshua were to beat him, then you would want to see a Joshua and Fury fight. It would have a little more juice behind it, but 
Joshua has fumbled the bag on multiple occasions. It seems so. I, I Andy Ruiz, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who, who, what's, what's up with him? Who's he fighting? Uh, obesity. Yeah, he's fighting. He fighting scale. Yeah, he's got a lot, a lot of other stuff going on other than you know. Ever since Alcoholism, he, for sure. he looked great against uh, the against Joshua the first time. You know, he got hit a couple times, knocked down, and everything, but. It, it, nothing compared to that second fight, man. That that was a goddamn embarrassment. Yeah, that was rough. I was embarrassed for him, but he does have a win since then. Uh, May May of twenty twenty one against Chris Ariola. So I don't know if they're going to do anything since then. I haven't. I don't see anything on here. So boxing's weird, though. You know, you only fight once, maybe twice a year. If yeah, it's that. If you're lucky, yeah. especially at, at the level that these guys are at. So yeah. But it was an awesome Watch. show, man. It was it was great, like to see boxing. I I think I said the exact same thing the last time, but I'll continue to say because I believe it and it's true. It is nice to like shine the spotlight on boxing. You know, every once in a while, you know, the hardcore fans are, of boxing are probably saying like, "What the fuck, dude? It's you know, boxing's not dead." I heard a lot of that this weekend. I was like, "Bro, I don't want. I don't really care. Boxing's not dead." But like in my it's mind, just I like just there. don't. Yeah, I just don't care. Exactly, it's just there. It's just there's something definitely different about a big boxing night or a big boxing event compared to you know other like a UFC event. Mm-hmm. Just something different, a different feel. No doubt. Uh, but you know, Frank Sanchez looked good in the undercard. Hellenius got another win. But like, you know, nobody Berlanga. really cares about. Yeah, Berlanga looked not great. Honestly, he yeah. looked very slow beyond the first couple rounds. He looked very slow and very hittable. Very slow. Yep. Um, Casares is just not a big name, so he, he you know, he still kind of got away with that. I honestly, I thought Marcelo Casares might have won, um, but he, he, you know, he he gave Billy Joe Saunders a fight a couple years ago too. Decent fighter, but I think Berlanga still needs some work. Jared Anderson, another one, he was on the the undercard a yep. heavyweight prospect. He looked pretty good against Tereshkin. Um He smoked but, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He he's young. He needs a lot of work, but you know. Frank Sanchez is another one. He's, I guess, somehow young. He looks like he's a 45-year-old man. Um, FAA Jogba, he knocked him down. You know, he hits hard, but he's not really that technical. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, it was a good event and all, but I don't know. It's I'm just with la- you. Oh. Yeah, like it lacks something. Uh, I, I yeah. can't tell you. Because like, UFC events from beginning to end have intrigue, in my mind. Yeah. Uh, maybe because that's more. I know more, but even boxing, it feels like it's so just like one-sided usually like you know like so boxing is crazy you'll just sit down to watch and you see a minus 2200 pop up on the screen you're like the problem is the matchmaking the difference in matchmaking you have seen boxing is so just not even remotely close it it blows it's what separates the sports if i'm being honest i mean you got guys that are fighting other guys who have a belt that's not even a real belt they just have it so you have to fight them like i mean it's wba has three champions Usyk, Manuel Char, and Trevor Bryan. Like, oh, come yeah, on, man. And then you got to have, what, they're going to use The WBC even, Dillian White even has a part of the WBC that Fury has. Like, come on, man. So it's just, like, sad to see who who these guys would fight next. Like, is Andy Ruiz next for Tyson Fury? I mean, come on. You know, so the matchmaking in boxing is, is really what does it. Um, the, you know, it's very, very crooked. People say the UFC is rigged or fixed or whatever, but, man, boxing is, you know, really, really. you got they promoters got that are... Taking uh, you know, the judges out to dinner the night before. I mean, if that's not shady, I don't know what is. That's about as shady as it fucking gets, dude. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And, and you can you can count always count on boxing to 
you know, deliver the old school crookery. Their, yeah. their crookery is like very deep ingrained in the game. And like you said, the promoters doing this and that, like it, it was always curious to me when, you know, you, you'd watch Canelo and the old gold when the, in the golden boy days. And it would just, you know, those triple G, some of those triple G cards were like, yo man, you know, like, were you yeah. even watching the fight? Like not yeah. to say you didn't think he won, but you think he won 10 too. Like, I, I don't know. You, you know, it's just, yeah. It happens all the time. But it happens in UFC, too, because you watch some of those fights. You're just like, how the fuck could you have seen that? How, how the fuck do you think that that guy won over that guy or this guy won over that guy? Eh. What not? Let's not waste Bad too much time on that. Let's let's keep it moving. I don't want to waste all your people's time. UFC. I guess we should talk about that, too, since, you know, I, that that was a nice little appetizer going into the uh, late, night, <clears throat> late night card and late night uh, boxing because the boxing yeah. wasn't over till. One one thirty Eastern, twelve fifty, yep. something like that. Felt felt yep. like it was late, but Ooh, the the kidding. UFC started right around two o'clock. They had a couple fights cancel, if I'm not mistaken, because it or like uh, one somebody dropped out and Pickett. wouldn't take because James Krause was supposed win. to fight somebody. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, Chris he, Curtis was supposed to make his debut, and then uh, yeah, and then Deron Win and this and that, and uh, a lot happened. Yeah. I want to see Phil Hall's fight, but. Didn't want it. No, they didn't want it. And like, yeah, I mean, there was a whole lot going on, but it wound up uh, not really, uh, not really coming to fruition. All the different matchups that were supposed to happen, but uh, nonetheless, Marina, Marina Rodriguez, Mackenzie Dern, forty nine, forty six across the board. What, what's your first thought? Um, Dern, I believe, has taken a step back. Is Probably what I'd say is my overarching thought. Okay. Her, her wrestling attempts, her grappling attempts, her striking attempts, really ugly and sloppy and not even, didn't even look like she knew what she was doing, just trying Hail Marys. I mean, she can hit hard. And, you know, she has some speed to her. She has some things that she can work on. Uh, this dude, Jason Perillo, was supposed to, you know, be so good. I don't know what he was trying to tell her in between rounds, but it was not working, like, at all. Nothing he was saying was working. Um, I don't know if she just doesn't know what she's doing or, 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 you know, what it is, but she needs some serious work with her stand-up. And her wrestling is terrible. I mean, you know, once she gets you on the ground, it, it, it's it's almost curtains. She she couldn't get it on Marina Rodriguez, but... It was Marina's, close, though. It was close. Uh, she was, you know, she was in awkward positions, and Marina's strong, man. She, you know, she she's not great. She kind of just sits on her back, and her takedown defense isn't great, but... She 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 still is a little savvy on there, you know. She oh, can yeah. uh, wiggle her way around, and she's strong and a little awkward to deal with. So she was given during, you know, problems with the finish. But man, she could not get her down at all. Really, I mean, I don't know what her and wrestling honestly, game plan was. She didn't really try that much, to be honest. Yeah. She she kind of was okay with striking with her for large portions of the fight. And I, I know it's not easy to take people down, and but I I didn't even see much of an effort. I I don't I like one I, of eight. Yeah, if really one of eight. Yeah, I mean, and those of those eight, how many were even close? Yeah, they're probably just you know, stuffed, like, and then you know she was like going low. They're kind of like you know even it was look like faints, you know, because Marina made it look so easy to get her right off. Like okay, yeah, like when she did get her to the ground in the one situation, there it was more than one, but the one good takedown was early in the second round, I believe. If, if I my, thought she had her, man. I thought she had her too, and she had her in a lot of different 
uh, precarious positions. Marina even had her in a triangle or something. Like there, there was just a lot. Like not that you were ever worried about or Darce. I'm not sure what the position was, but um, Mackenzie just. I, I just like you kind of just said the striking. There's a lot to uh, a lot left to be desired. Either you, you just you don't know what the game plan is or what what we're, what we were trying to do. And if we're not going to wrestle them, what you know? What's going to go on? What are we going to do if we can't get our hands on our opponent? Then we're fucked. And, and we kind of knew that. Against Marina. We we kind of talked about that before, but I just thought she was going to be able. To, I thought the second round was going to be more of a common occurrence. Yeah, and that's always my big problem with the jujitsu guys. They 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 just struggle to find an entry to do their jujitsu. You know, a lot of them just eliminate that part of the takedown part of it because when they are practicing or doing it, I feel like they just, it's more of like, you know, they're all willing to go to the ground. It's much easier to take each other down. And in the UFC, those guys are trying to get the fuck away from them, you know? So it's not like the same element. My brother probably come in the room and tell me I'm an asshole, but you know, it, it, it's just, and the, the gas tank. Cause I thought after the second round, she didn't have much. Like, it, not that it, she was gassed out, but she kind of knew, like, oh, fuck, I got I to gotta take it easy. So, yeah, she takes um, the loss. I don't know what you would like to see either. Well, I mean, Marina might be fighting for the title. Yeah, I, I'd like to see Marina get another chance at cracking uh, Carlos Barza's skull in half, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> you hate the Cookie Monster, man. I, yeah. I, I can't believe She did not, did not win that fight. But I would like to see her get a rematch <laughs> with, the, with her, uh, you know, a live death. Or uh, yeah, I guess maybe a title shot. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Marina's uh, Marina's definitely a dog. Like she, you know, I, th- I think she can go five rounds with Joanna at this stage in her career and at this stage in her career. Um, I think she can, you know, tough it out with anybody and be tough late. Um, you know, I mean, Mackenzie's Mackenzie's a strong girl and she was on top of her. She had full mouth. She was throwing some shots. She was throwing some elbows. I think she she was uh, bruising, cutting Marina up, and she, you know she was. She was hanging in there tough. She's she's really tough, man, and uh, her stand-up is really good. You know, she's better yeah. than Mackenzie Duren's, man. And Mackenzie Duren hasn't fought anybody who can stand with her. Uh, honestly, Nina Nunez, Janjaroba, Randa Marcos, Hannah Cyphers, Rebos, Cooper, Ashley Yoder. I mean, Duren's a better striker than all of them. So to fight somebody like Marina Rodriguez after all them, all them, that's tough. Yep, and it always makes tough. more sense now, but, you know. I just don't want to see Mackenzie Dern fight Jan Janan because that that was a big time mismatch, man. Carlos yeah. Bars was ragdolling her. <laughs> that was bad. That I had was, money on Jan. Yeah, what bro. A, that, what, what a disrespectful bet, huh? Yeah, we hate betting uh, Jan that night, and that was a big time fucking mistake. But uh, you know, congrats to Marina. She, like you said, I actually agree with everything you said, man. She's just a dog, and she brings it every time. She's good in pretty, you know, not like she's solid in every area. I should say she doesn't really have a huge glaring weakness. You know, she can be taken down at times, but it's not easy once you're down there, like you saw in this yeah. uh, Dern fight. So, I do want to see her fight. Who knows? Maybe Joanna. I would love to see a Joanna fight. That would be awesome. And even Maybe Carla, if they're gonna make Carla sit around and just wait, yeah, but. Maybe they might just have these guys. Everybody's probably just going to be in a waiting period until this uh, this uh, one fifteen fight between uh, Wei Li and uh, Namunis is done. So let's keep it moving. Randy Brown, the rude boy, rude boy. Get, gets it done against Jared uh, Jared Gooden, thirty twenty seven throughout. Not much to say here. Kind of knew it. Jared Gordon Easy is work. late, and still wasn't able to, you know, get the that advantage. That front kick though. Oh. 
Yeah, Rudy, Randy Brown, I thought he fucked his foot up by throwing that uh, front kick because you saw it was kind of like walking on a little funny at the towards that first round. Good was doing some work with the leg kicks, but he, you know, he's just kind of like, nah, not much substance there. Yeah, it kind of, it's just, uh, you know, it's hard to describe. Like, he had power, a little bit of power, but it's those power guys, that power lowly carries throughout usually one round. And after that, he just kind of was in a uh, auxiliary mode, sort yeah. of, sort of survive until the end. Uh, uh, Matthias or Mathis? How do you, uh, however you say my man Nicolau's name? He uh, gets it done against Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott, uh, you know, just uh, James Krause came out and played himself for this this one, saying that he told Tim that he had the first two rounds and that Tim fought a certain way at the end, and it, maybe it cost him because it was a close fight, 29-28. Probably Oof. give uh, Tim Elliott the first round. Nicolau wins the second and third. Yeah, he won a 10 for takedowns. You know, He, he was trying, but it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't happening. Yeah, it just... Tim, just another Tim Elliott fight where he was very. Nicolau's decent, man. I like Nicolau. Nicolau's good, but it's just you know Tim Elliott is sort of that guy who just can't. Jason he has Burke. all the skills, and he just can't put them together to get a win. Whether that be yeah. IQ or you know gra- coaching his, his different ground game coaching, like something always is lacking, or we, they come up short, and that's the reason the guy has you know what what's the man's record seventeen and twelve now. Oh, he's start, yeah. starting to eighteen and twelve. Yeah. 18-12, sorry. Don't want to disrespect my man Tim, but... Uh, Maria Agapova. Dude. Agapova. Agapova? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, she fucking smacked Sabina, dude. Smacked yeah. her. She uh, she learned from her last fight, that's for sure. She was took a pr- patient approach. I mean, she was better from the from the jump. Yeah. You know, just, just hit her with the cleaner shots, hit her harder. Uh, Mazo didn't really hit her with anything... Crazy. She Disappointed in my girl, man. Yeah, uh, the Colombian queen or whatever. She's you know, I mean, she's a fraud. Hey, she might be a fraud, dude. If she's I if I wasn't a fan of her, fraud. I'd be calling her a fraud now because because uh, uh, of just not because of uh, I don't know how to people will probably listen. I think you know that I'm a fucking asshole, but fraud in the sense that I thought she could she could be like you know challenging in the top fifteen in a couple you know maybe a year or so, and now you know she, young, a young up and coming prospect. Now I guess she's a fraud. I don't care. Uh, I'm, she's I, I think <laughs> I think uh, Agapova is back on track. I think the hype train's back on track. You know, it, it went off the tracks for a little bit. Yeah, she kind of emptied the tank a tank against Shannon Dobson. You know, it is what it is. She's back. Um, I that that division's starting to get some uh, some traction in flyweight. Yep. I know uh, at the top it's very uh, you know obviously just Val by herself and a b- bunch of people she's already beaten. But, you know, Alexa Grasso still, you know, she's interesting down there. Uh, Vivian Araujo is interesting. Tyler Santos is, is really interesting. Macy Barber's still young. Miranda Maverick's solid. I thought she beat Macy Barber, even though I had money on Macy. Um, your girl, Sajar Eubanks, is down there. Uh, Casey O'Neill, Manon Faro, Tracy Cortez. Like, yeah, man. And if, if, if Agapova can, you know, do what she did against Sabina Mazzo and uh, keep looking better, you know, maybe fight uh, – Montana De La Rosa next. I think that'd be a pretty good uh, matchup, or maybe Barbara Maverick, or somebody that you know is available. She's she's pretty good, man. She just needs to not do what she did in her last fight before this. Yeah, she looked awesome. Uh, I'd more say that about you know. I mean, Sabina did what she always does, kind of throw some punches at the air and tries to. Yeah. She didn't really use that teep kick or that up, that front kick that like the way I like you know 
I've liked her in the past, but you know, that's that's what we were expecting through this card. That's that it's kind of Sabina Mazo and uh, Agapova should not be uh, the fourth fight, you know, like on the main card. <laughs> it, it just shouldn't. Yeah. It should not be a thing. I don't care what what's going on, what the card should be, but let's keep moving. Chris Gutierrez, Felipe Colores, split decision. Which huh. thirty twenty sevens and a twenty eight twenty nine, pretty nuts. Yeah, I mean that's pretty Weird. fucking insane. But Not sure. I thought Chris Gutierrez won that pretty easily. He was moving backwards a lot, but he was landing the bigger shots and the more mm-hmm. uh, technically uh, technically efficient. How about that? What what if I started using there that phrase all the time? I but, know. Uh, you know he looked good. I, I will say uh, Colorash kind of like a, a little bit of a Brazilian zombie. He had a couple takedowns. Yeah. If I, if I remember correctly, but Gutierrez was able to get up pretty quickly. Uh, it's hard to recall these fights unless you're, you know, I'm about to start taking notes on these things and just break I all. I just of don't them know. Down. I I just don't know, you know, how Claris won two rounds. I, you know. Yeah, I don't know what fight that guy was watching. I'll be honest, but <laughs> That's just, I mean, they were close rounds, but not sure, that close. But not not God, that close, man. But, but, you yeah. know, there's three of you, and the two of two of them said, you know, thirty twenty seven. The hell is the third one doing? Makes no sense. <laughs> Hanging out with Nate Diaz, dude. Uh, yeah. Alexander Romanov stays undefeated against Jared Vander. I have to do it each week. But he. Uh, Romanov is a promising uh, prospect. I don't know if he's going to, you know, he, he's not fighting really anyone right now, but I'm just like, you know, when you're 15 and 0, yeah. and you have one, two, three, four boy. UFC uh, fights under your belt. You know, against the likes of Ro- Roque Martinez, bro. What about Ooh. Marcos Ruggiero de Lima? Stunt. Juan Espino. Remember Beast. Juan Espino? He's 41 years old. He won the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. In, like, uh, fucking Spain <laughs> or whatever. Uh, yeah. Irrelevant. But, That's unbelievable. You know, you know Ro- Romanov is a guy you always mark him down. He's usually a minus whatever favorite, and you can throw him in your parlay. We, ca- we cash the TKO. So it's a it's a good night. It's a good night for the Romanov uh, fan base. Uh, scary Mr. takedowns, man. Yeah, scary takedowns. Scary. Uh, yeah, just scary strength. It seems like against heavyweights that he's able to just kind of pick dudes up and play, yeah. put them where he wants them to to be. Uh, Damon Jackson. I, I, I thought I was gonna have something else to say there, but I'm just gonna keep moving. Damon Jackson, Charles Rosa. Unanimous uh, three-round decision for Damon Jackson, but uh, you know, fight was much closer than that, that unanimous decision. I would say, just for, yeah. just off the sense of Charles Rosa inflicted some pain and damage on da- Damon Jackson. My man Jackson was leaking all over the place. He got hit Most with scary. a like, uh, I don't know if it was a sp- spinning elbow, spinning back elbow. Yeah, elbow. man, he like sliced them though. It wasn't like a hard one. He like sliced them. Looked like he got hit with like an axe, bro, and he was just leaking it. Like it was a puddle on the uh, octagon. If you watch the end of the 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 card, you watch the Marina Rodriguez fight, you're probably wondering, well, how the fuck is there so much blood in the octagon that was from this fight? Bro, that cut opened up just within instance of the elbow even remotely touching the skin. It was just sliced. Big old slice. And, man, they were just rolling around in the blood. It was. I was waiting for Tanyoni to stop it because I thought, you know, there's this, this dude's lost so much blood already. You have to do something. He waited for them to stand up, which I guess was a good call. You know, whatever, but he lost a lot of blood. It didn't, it, it was one of those that wasn't in a bad spot. It was just a runny. It was just running, 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 yeah. running. Um, so thankfully, that happened at the end of the fight. But man, 
Yeah, that's that's a fucking lot of blood to lose. He you know, seemed fine, <laughs> which is insane. I would have mm. been thrown up. Yep. And passing out, but yeah, he, got, he he did what he had to do. Got all the takedowns, got the top control, got the pressure. Man, he's he's slick on the back. Yeah, he is, dude. Um, he he looked good. At all, just out grappled him. Yeah, that's what it. You know, you, when you have these guys who think you know a Charles Rosa who is also a black belt, if I'm not mistaken. I have no idea how. Yeah, you know, and, and there, you, that just goes to show you that these black belts are all black belts are not equal. They are not the same. I mean, there's who gave her a black belt. There's, there's different levels. Seriously. Uh, he is a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu under a man named Ricardo uh, Laborio. Yeah, I'm sure. He is the co-founder of American Top Team. Huh. So, Must have felt bad and gave him the spare one, that, spare one they had. He's probably some guy pounding his fucking desk at home going, What the fuck are you talking about? I'm, <laughs> Ricardo's the goat. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but he just you know got out grappled, man. Just plain and simple. Uh, not not really that close. A couple twenty nine, twenty eight. There was a twenty nine, twenty seven, a uh, ten eight round. Uh, so, hey, yeah, Loopy, your girl Loopy, Loopy, Loopy Gonzalez, looked good. Defeated uh, Silvana Gomez Juarez. Thanks for coming, Silvana. Yeah, via armbar. Yep, she might be a wanted donner because she she didn't have much for uh, Miss Lo- Miss Loopy and Loopy, dude. Making a quick turnaround. How about that? Turning it right around. You call, I answer, is what she says. Who's she? Uh, think, who's Luana she? Carolina. I think she beats her. That's two is fights, that two, literally this. That is literally this weekend. This week, two wins in one week. Kachamaya uh, is the only person to do it. Lupita Godinez joined some uh, elite company. I, I think she might be able to. Honestly, uh, that's pretty I mean, crazy, bro. This fight was four minutes, and she didn't really expend any energy. She got hit like three times. Uh, she didn't do much. She was doing all the work. And then she got the armbar at the very end, which was nice. Transition from like a rear naked choke to an armbar. It was it was good. She she actually looked really good. She did. It's just it was domination. And this this fight this past week was at one fifteen. Now she's just gonna come back in at one twenty five and smoke Luana Carolina, right? Yeah. If, if we yeah. had to guess, because Luana is not exactly a uh, world beater. No. Yeah, and she looked good against Jessica Penne when she fought. And that was her first UFC fight against. Uh, yeah, she's not horrible. I don't want I don't want to shit on her, but. I just think she's up against it when you're fighting someone like uh, his Loopy's nice. No, I was talking about Loopy. How she like I I think she's honestly decent. I, That's I what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like I was like, yeah, she's probably not never gonna be. I mean, she's five oh, two. Oh, she's okay, she's okay, really okay, tiny. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I think she might have something to her. You know, she's she's fucking tough. I'm looking at so. uh, what's her name, uh, Luana Carolina's record. And she I took I took a nice on here. That's took a one n- loss. Took a nice uh, a nice amount of money yeah, home when Lipsky snapped her leg. Whew. Took her leg from her. T's and P's. Steve uh Steve Garcia. He, Fight of the night. Yeah, this this was crazy. He um defeats Charles Charlie. Is this Charlie? That's a Charlie, Charlie on Taveros via at TKO at the uh you know in the middle of the second round. Dude, this was crazy. I, I don't know how this didn't even get this did not win any sort of uh awards or any bonuses or something, but go Garcia was dropped like four times in this fight. Yeah. And, and even he, right before he won. And he, he was dominating. Dropped. He was dominating the whole time. He got axe kicked. He got hit with a straight like Conor McGregor esque left hand while while he was coming in and got fucking just legs gave out from under him. Panic wrestling and two guys who are not exactly high level going at it, man. It was entertaining. <laughs> 
it was fun while it lasted. It was fun. That's um, that, hey man, a fight's a fight. I hope they keep. I hope they keep on Tavares around because one fifty five is dangerous. Yeah. You put him around. And, you put him against somebody, and he'll probably you know, he, you know, he can give you an upset here and there. I definitely liked him at one fifty five as opposed to that one eighty five. I cannot believe this guy was fighting <laughs> that was Kevin Holland a, like a year ago, which is insane. So uh, good for him. I do like you said. I do want to see him. He is in cu- on cut watch. Make no mistake yeah. about it. But I do. <laughs> I hope Dana shows some leniency on this one and uh, keeps him around. Uh, yeah, please. So there is a card this upcoming weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and we are going to get right into it. Waste no time. There would be an ad here if you guys wanted to put an ad right there. Right, right in between these Let two cards. Hit the ad. Hit, hit me up. You know, or tie, and we will fuck you up. You know, whatever you want to, whatever you want to do, dude. Whatever, whatever you want to advertise, dildos. You know, whatever <laughs> you want to do. I, I, I'm, I'm all hey, for it. We don't care. Yeah, man, we don't judge. Aspen Lad stepping in on short notice after she hit the ground during a uh, weigh-in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I shouldn't laugh, but she keeps doing this to herself week after week after week. So, or you know, fight after fight after fight. I should say she's not trying to weigh in every week and almost dying. I hope not. But, yeah, that, that, that would rough. be unfortunate. But Norman <laughs> Dumont. Aspen Lad, friend Norma, of the podcast, friend of the podcast, Norma Dumont. Anyone who's listened to this, we we've shown Norma a little bit of disrespect and then love, you know, and then love. She, <laughs> she's sour than they're sweet. Yeah, she know? gained our respect and our trust. I don't know if she likes us. She probably does not know we exist. She does definitely does not know we exist, but because she also doesn't speak English, so why we'll would she? Here, yeah, why would she listen? I would have a Portuguese translator have Norma on, and we could just. You know? I know a little bit. I know a little bit. There you go. You probably could have a couple. I would just sit here and just look look at the computer and you know hang out for yeah. a little bit and listen to <laughs> Norma try or you try and speak Portuguese and Norma actually speak Portuguese. Uh, and just start screaming at me, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> these people are probably like, "Why are they talking so much about her?" It's just you know a little bit of a <laughs> podcast inside joke. Yeah, you, you got to get it. Aspen Lad though is a favorite in this fight, coming up to forty five for the first time. In, um, in her probably, UFC yeah. career, I believe. Yeah, I believe. It's where she belongs. I know she's missed weight on there. so many occasions, or almost <laughs> died doing it. That's. I don't know which one's worse. She missed weight in 2016 in a fight. It says here, and she the last two, two well, especially the Durandame fight, the Yana Kunitskaya. I don't know. I don't remember that way in so much. So maybe she wasn't having a seizure and falling down during that one, but. This past one, she was supposed to fight uh, Macy Chason. That's right. Macy Chason, and she basically collapsed. This was how long ago? Uh, uh, July 24th, and it got changed. Rescheduled to October 2nd at weigh-ins. Aspen Lad weighed in at 137, one pound over the Bantamweight non-title limit due to health concerns resulting in her weight cut, or from her weight cut, the bout against Chason was canceled. So it is going to be October 16th, the day that this fight happens. Two weeks from Chason that. Chason said she was scared. Yeah, you know. I, <laughs> I, she didn't necessarily she didn't oh, necessarily look uh, scared, but... Yeah, she just didn't look well, but still... What do you uh, what do you make what do you think of uh, this? What 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 do you um, what is your honest first opinion of Aspen Lad versus Norman Dumont in a five round main event <laughs> on ESPN plus? God help us. Um so What I the believe... fuck? Why are we even doing a podcast about the <laughs> about the UFC doesn't give a fuck about us, so why the fuck should we care about this so baloney? This might be the first card ever where there's not one fighter on the card that is ranked. 
Aspen Lad is ranked at 135, but this is not at 135. So, what are we doing? Now, what's going on here? Um, Arlovsky, Philippe, Comain. Oh, so I think Aspen Lad wins. I think she's. I think she can do some damage. I think she has some of the best ground and pound. Honestly, she her ground and pound is really dangerous. And Norma Dumont, she can be laid on. She, she can just accept being taken down and uh, and hit on the ground. Um, you know when she, when Lad finished Kuniskaya, that was that was really nice. Did the same thing to Tanya Evinger, you know Landsberg. Um, she has a bunch of ground and pound wins. So I think that's what she's going to do here again. I, I just. I don't know, man. Over five rounds, I think she'll eventually just will uh, do my will um, over the pressure. And I think standing up, Lad might might even have the advantage. So I think I'm gonna go with her. I, I think she should be a, honestly as a, lined up as a bigger favorite. Slightly, um, I see she is at 130. I think she could be like 170, 200 even. So I think I might just try to get her before she goes up. Uh, and I, I'm gonna disagree. Mm. I'm going Norma here. I, I think I, just something something inside my soul is telling me she's never been the favorite in any of her UFC fights. Do you know that? Nor- M- Miss As she Nor- should have. Miss Norma. Yeah, you know, the disrespect keeps coming, but if Felicia Spencer should have been able to take her down, don't you think? She was an underdog against Ashley Evans-Smith. That's how odds makers <laughs> feel about her. Yeah, they so the, the people uh, like she you. She won, sure. Like, sure, she won. You keep disrespecting Norma, <laughs> but Norma's showing you. And this is not Ashley Evan Smith, folks. Go with Aspen Ladd. Do it. Ah, I just Aspen Ladd. She's is she big enough? How, how what is the height comparison? Five six to five seven. A sixty six inch reach advantage in comparison to a what? Oh boy, this the, is the moment of truth here. The, Sixty-seven. So yeah, oh. it's a, it, they're kind of the same. So basically, yeah, the same same height, really same well. size. Yeah, I, may, you know what? I, I'm going to be honest with you, people. Stay away. No, no, don't stay away. You stay with Lad. You can you can ride ride with him if you want. I might even wind up riding with him, but I don't I don't feel confident anymore. After this fight, I will be able to put you in a log cabin somewhere in Aspen. Wow, and that's all I got to say about that. Aspen Lad though, it, it, she, uh, you know, she's got more. It's crazy. She has more experience than yeah. Miss Norma, but she's only twenty six. Yeah, the, I just don't like betting fights where they like it's nine and one versus six and one. I have no idea what what I'm getting. Really, <laughs> uh, you know, like I, there's nothing to base anything off of. Like Orlovsky's fought fifty times in this next one. So and, and Carlos yeah. Felipe, <laughs> that man has a keg. He's got an absolute keg, so we'll, we'll talk about that. But ah, God, I just don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm sitting here. I'll go lad with you. I'll go there lad because you you're right. I just, uh, do you think the weight cut will have still any any negative effects? I mean, it's two wait, two weeks away from Listen, that. You think she'll have trouble still making forty five? If there's anyone that a weight away in is critical to watch before you bet on, it's Aspen Lad. Yeah, right? that's true. So, so we'll have to keep our eyes on her Friday night to see what kind of hijinks. They might have to hide her so nobody gets to see her way in because, you know, she always has a spectacle going on. Everybody shows up to see her step on the scales, let's be honest, and break them. But I think I think I'm going with Aspen Lad here, baby. Inside the distance, I, let's see what that is because I think she might be able to finish her. Yeah, Norma got finished by Megan. Yeah, Megan. Megan. 
Megan so Anderson, I think so. my plus 160 Aspen Ladd inside the distance. Bing, bang, lock it in round five. She's plus 2,000. Just saying. Wow. So, yeah, I, th- this is, ladies and gentlemen, not a card where you're going to be able to lay. Uh, I'm not sitting here, and I, I, there's no stone cold lock there. I, I don't oh, care what he me. says. He thinks it is. I, I don't believe so. I think Norma is always a live dog. She is a live, live dog. And she <laughs> continues to win when people doubt her. So we'll see folks keep hating that's 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 the way i see it keep hating i'm i'm actually really excited for this i I there's some serious high stakes here you know norma dumont is going to have some serious apologies owed to her monday possibly but who are they going to be from aspen lad's right hand or me we'll see carlos felipe and andre arlovsky Really interesting fight here because you got one guy who's not that good anymore, and then you got one guy who's never good. So, you know, it's been pretty much a coin flip with Philippe being a slight favorite. Uh, oh, Andre, can you agree with me with the stay away from this one as well? Yeah, I think we can. I think we can do that. Um, I'm not too sure what Arlovsky has, uh, it, you know, in that old man arsenal anymore. Um, Gross. Yeah, I'm probably gonna stay away from this. It's it's a pick'em, so that makes you that makes the uh, the itch come come back. But if uh, you really need one, I would lean Orlovsky here, just because uh, of the he's a vet. He's a vet, and I just if this guy wasn't able to finish the likes of Jake Collier and Justin Taffa and Jorgen De Castro. Who those those last two names I've named who have apparently been finished like left and right since then? Yeah, you know, well, especially Jorgen De Castro put Justin Taffa into orbit, and Jorgen De Castro was just put into orbit by who? Oh, uh, that Donho guy. Remember him? Oh, we were talking about that gentleman, the dude, the mountain. Yeah, the, mountain the man. man mountain. Oh man, man when's mountain. he fighting again, dude? <laughs> He, uh, hey, he hadn't fought in like three years before that, right? Or oh no, sorry, he did. He f- lost a. He Carlos. was. Um, oh my god, no, that's that's right, dude. I love this guy. He hadn't fought since 2016. Yeah, he's from Syria, and I forget what happened, but he fought um, way back when Josh Barnett was in the UFC, <laughs> and, um, and then he just disappeared, and then he comes back and just melts Jorgen DeCastro. I thought he might have had a fight lined up. Nothing. No, I'm seeing here, but. I could, you know, I don't know if Donho's, uh, this is his, uh, what's it called? Wikipedia page is exactly up to date. Yeah. Give me, not. give me Arlovsky. I, I don't like any of the props. Uh, what are we at? Minus 108. Yeah, absolutely. It is an absolute pick em, But I, I don't do this with any confidence. Uh, there's no, co- it's crazy. Sometimes you bet like a, a game, you feel like, all right, yeah, these guys are definitely going to win. Like sometimes you do bet fights. Yeah, he's, he's definitely going to win this. I, you know, Aspen Ladd probably should win, but you can't, you're lying to me when you're telling me you feel really confident about that. Stone Cold Lock. Really, dude? Really? Stone, Stone Cold Lock, dude. Oh, Stone my goodness. Stone Cold Lock. No. No. Yep. Don't do yep. this to the people, bro. They're going <laughs> to, some guys down there right now listening to this podcast saying, I'm going to sell my fucking, my charger right now. Do it. Sell it and don't think twice. Going down to the Borgata and I'm going to lose it all or I'm going to go to Rivers. Or maybe live if you're, you know, if you're a local guy. So, Sugar House. Yeah, it's. I think it's Rivers now. I don't even think it is Sugar House uh, anymore. 
Yeah, rivers. get with the get with the fucking program, bro. Come on, you, you're not not a local anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, thank, thank, good for you, uh, Jim Miller, <laughs> Eric Gonzalez. Wow. Ooh. Jim Miller minus two twenty five. Here's the lock. Give me Jim Miller. Hmm. Nice. I got Eric, it's not yeah, a lock, I, got, I, I got Eric Gonzalez. Really? No, um, no, no way, bro. What? I was like, uh, tell me why. <laughs> no, I don't know much about this uh, this fella, Eric Gonzalez, but this seems like a really one of those. All right, you know, let's wrap it up on a let's let's end this historic career on a on a high note on a win for Jim Miller. You know, that's what this that's what this shouts out to me. Um, now this Eric Gonzalez guy has a bunch of knockouts. He did fight Humberto Bontanai, who was in the UFC. Granted, not for very long, uh, and he did lose. And he fought Rafa Garcia, so he has a little bit of experience. But you know, he, when you're talking about Jim Miller, there's nobody that can really uh, he can really match that can match him in experience. So yeah, I got Jim Miller probably first round sub. Honestly, you know that might be a a strong lock, a strong pick. I'm I'm sure it's pro- it might even be minus money. Uh, let's see if it's a let's see Jim Miller by subs plus two forty, huh? Bang. So maybe it's just a boring decision win, uh, but let's see. Jim Miller sub submission first round plus four seventy five. Wow! Why not? Why not play that? You There's know? your wacky prop of the day. I actually do like that submission plus two fifty. Uh, fire me up on that. Mannion Ferro, Myra Buena Silva. Good fight. I like the TKO here, dude. Mannion Ferro hits hard plus one sixty. She does hit hard. She, she's scary too. She's um, huge for that for that weight class, uh, or especially whoever she was fighting in that uh, in that last fight. I can't really remember right now, but it was it was an, a nameless face in my mind face. because Mannion was fucking just standing over top of her. Tabitha Ritchie. Uh, that's right. She was that girl was really small. Five. Two. Yeah, she's yeah. Baby shark. She, she was baby shark. She was, was taking not, that L, uh, dude. Not ready to be in there. Um, Myra Buena Silva is the better striker of her uh, relationship partner, Isabella de Paula, but she is not uh, a great striker. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she she I think pretty much got outstruck by Marina Morose, and who's pretty much an Instagram model at this point, an OnlyFans model. She doesn't really fight or train much. Uh, she just is on the ground, which I'm not mad at her for that. You know, she's good looking. She's smart, but. We she all doesn't do have it great if we could, baby. Hey, I would do it too. Her, but her stand-up's not great, and she outstruck Myra Buena Silva, you know, and she had a draw with Montana De La Rosa. She was struggling with her. Menon Firo, man, she is scary. She hits hard. She kicks hard. She comes at you like a robot. Like, she is just one of those French fighters that are just, they're, you know, they're, they're coming up as soon as MMA and um, other other combat sports got legalized over there. They just they have some scary athletes. So she um she's gonna continue her dominance. And uh yeah, I got her inside the distance isn't bad. I, I think it might be more of a dominant decision, but she can crack, man. I, I I might have to take that. Listen, she's TKO'd her last five opponents dating and these all happened since twenty twenty, so and of the seven wins, they all you know, six six of them are TKOs, so if you're gonna give me plus one sixty you know, not necessarily a lock, obviously, but I, I, I'll take the chance. I think it's worth the bet. 
to you know any sort of TKO. I don't like to bet the rounds because it just gets a little too shady then. But give me the TKO plus one sixty. I don't see any submissions or anything. So yeah, you know, and and maybe you like inside the distance overall. Maybe you think Mannion, you know, oversteps or bounds and gets cracked. Maybe that's you know maybe that's possible. I don't necessarily see that happening, but you know, maybe that's your bet. Her uh, only loss was her debut as a pro. Yeah. And it was against Liam McCourt, who was in Bellator. So clearly, and it was a split loss. <laughs> so Yeah, not an yeah, easy, this, nothing right. easy there. That's what I'm saying. So she's legit, man. Myra Buena Silva, you know, I think she's decent. I think she can get better. She is getting better. I just don't think she's that good. She's right just now. not as good as Manion Faroe, which it basically comes down to. It's just, you know, nothing against her. You're just running no. up against it, baby. Um, the, the French. The French horn, man. So, what do we like? What do we think about this Jordan Wright and uh, Julian Marquez, the Cuban Missile Crisis? What do we think about uh, who does a podcast with Kendra Lust, which is a little bizarre, but you know, who does uh, Julian Marquez? Oh, yeah, dude, that's interesting. I, I remember, you know, I remember that being promoted, and I was just looking like, you know, whatever. But, I love that. I hey, love man. That. Hey, do do you think, dude? Yeah, you, know, you they probably say the same thing when you, you you say you're like, yo, I do a podcast with Matt McSweeney. It's like, what, dude? Who? Like, dude, it's basically like doing one with Kendra Lust, dude. All right. Yeah. Uh very similar. <laughs> very similar, dude. Shout out to Kendra Lust, by the way. Uh yeah, so go. Julian Marquez, Jordan Wright. What are we what are we looking at odds here? I think it was right down the middle if I the last time I checked. No, that's right, that's right. That was I, I got this mistake on another one. Uh, Jordan Wright, not trustworthy. Julian Marquez, not trustworthy. Uh, hey man, he he finished Mackie Matolo, finished Sam Alvey, which is kind of hard. To no, do. he. I'm uh, just saying, like he was hurt in that Mackie Matolo fight, though, and he and Mackie Matolo just gassed out. Coconut that, bombs, baby. Yeah, he, he. I like him, but he's a fun guy. Hey, yeah. that's how you say to a guy who's not really that good, but you like. <laughs> he's you know, fun. He's a fun guy. The Beverly Hills Ninja is. I I just don't take him very serious at all, man. Either I mean, he hits hard though. You, yeah, he hits hard. He fucked up Jimmy Pickett. Jimmy Pickett's not good. You know, he beat the shit out of Isaac Villanueva. Not very good. Um, so, you know, Joaquin Buckley, once once somebody took it to him, man, Joaquin Buckley put him out early in that second round. That's the only time he's ever been in the second round. And he got his shit cracked. Actually, he was there uh, one other time. But he got his shit cracked. And, uh, yeah, Julian Marquez, man, he's 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 on a nice little streak right now. He's 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 putting up some some nice wins. He almost beat DiCarico. He finished Darren Stewart. Knocked out Phil Halls. Remember that? So... Actually knocked out Matt Hamill a while ago. Funny enough, so I got Julian Marquez here. I think he, I think how I think he's gonna try to take him down, grind him out, get to the second round. Then he can just do whatever he wants. Yeah, I think we we did discuss this a little bit before the pod. Main main thought is that Jordan Wright has to has to get him out in the first round, basically, yeah. right? Like we 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 think he has a one round expiration date on the win, and then once the second round starts, he. He's in trouble because we imagine Marquez will start to work the wrestling, start to try and you know grapple with him a little bit, and he's I would assume much better on the ground than Jordan Wright. Yeah, uh, there's no odds for the fight doesn't go to the distance, but it would be interesting to see what it is. Put that in like a little parlay. Yeah, uh, I don't see anything on this this old trusty website either. The old uh, bestfightodds.com. They can always advertise with us. Bestfightodds.com for all oh, of your trusted odds. TKO is plus two thirty for uh, Mark has TKO for Wright is plus five hundred. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Right in the first round is plus one or plus seven fifty. Jesus, I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Mark has is plus two hundred, plus four seventy in the second round. 
and then plus 650 in the third round. So you think of it's a late finish. Looking for inside the day. They have so you can bet everything, man. You can bet with you know how how big the guy's dick is. Any, anything you can probably. I'll try that out. Either fighter gets deducted points. You see that? You can bet that on FanDuel for a point deduction. <laughs> Minus if, uh, if, or plus 3,500. That's If insane. a Russian fighter fights, man, you might want to take a take Yeah, a dude. Why not, bro? One of that who the dude who kicked the dude in the nuts like four or kicked Kennedy and Juku in the nuts like six yeah. times in Newark when I was yep. there. You, you never forget that shit. All right, let's. I don't want to waste these people time, but like he said, look out for that inside the distance if you if you are interested for you know don't really trust either either guy here to maybe get, you know get a TKO or necessarily I don't know I just don't have any feeling on that fucking fight. I hate <laughs> doing these podcasts and, and not feeling good about these picks, man. Because none of these lock just, it in, man. Get it together. Hey, man, I'm fucking locked in, but I'm so locked in that I'm seeing everything right now, man. I'm seeing it all. Andrew Sanchez. Uh, you're going to talk about a legend here. Andrew Sanchez yep. and Bruno Silva. What do we like? Um, I think this fight might not go the distance either. Bruno Silva's coming off of that one-minute knockout against Victor Rodriguez. Knockout J.P. Bays, which I guess is a hard thing to do. Wellington uh, Terman, by the way. That's who he uh, KO'd. Who? Bruno Silva. Hey, man, Bruno Silva can hit. You know, he's knocked <laughs> some guys out. Uh, he, he's not that good, I don't think. Uh, Andrew Sanchez is kind of an anomaly, too. Like, I, you know, when he first started, I thought he was just this bum. Uh, you know, lost to Anthony Smith, then he lost to Ryan James. But the Barrio fight was was close. I thought he might have lost that. The Marcus Perez fight was was a mess. You know, lost to Vittori. But then he, then he knocked out Terman. Lost to Murdoff, but Murdoff's... Pretty good, I guess. You know, I just I don't trust really Sanchez or Silva. I've seen them both just come up really short and not look good. So I, I think I'd lean towards I'd probably lean towards Bruno Silva. Uh, but Andrew Sanchez can, can can spark a guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I this is uh if you're Gross a smart fight. guy, you need to stay away from this one. But I like Andrew Sanchez plus one thirty five one thirty four probably. Yeah. Upset pick. Oh man! I mean, you beat Wellington Terman, though. You know, these guys are both beat. They beat Wellington Terman, who has been knocked out by seemingly everyone these days. Yeah. <laughs> and when you bet against them, he'll make sure he gets a, a W against you. So, you know, this guy lost to Brent. Yeah, his he had two in a row. Lost to Andrew Sanchez and Bruno Silva, and then lo- uh, won a split decision against Sam Alvey, where he had three points or two points taken away. Which guy's just a mess, man. But. Yeah, give me Andrew Sanchez reluctantly on the underdog plus 134. And don't sell your house. Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts versus Ramzan. How do you say this man's last name? That's a lot of E's. Ameev. Ameev? Yeah. Wow, man. These guys really just test test the English language with their with their names. <laughs> I know they don't really, you know, fuck with the English language, but Anthony Rocco Martin is his only loss. Who's and, not in the UFC anymore. Yeah, who's not in the, in the UFC anymore. It's his only loss in the UFC in his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I wouldn't say how many fights. He, he is a uh, vet, though. I like him. But Danny Roberts is nice, too. I, I No, I'm, I'll only let you talk. I'm talking too much. Danny Roberts is a weak chin. Uh, you know, Pereira, Pereira, he's easy to hit. And once he gets hurt, he's, he kinda, he's kind of a quitter. Uh, he quit against Claudio Silva, Nordin Taleb, like Perry, made him quit. So he did beat Z- uh, Zalim Imadeev, but that was like two years ago, uh, yeah. the last time he fought. So it's been a while, and I mean, he's pretty good. 
I mean, he's pretty good. He, um, like you said, he only lost with the Rocco Martin. And you know, at the time, Rocco Martin was seemingly uh, taking everybody to the distance, and most fights were close. So since then, he hasn't really fought anybody you know, that good. Nicholas Stoltz beat him. Sawada, close fight, but he beat him. Uh, so I think by, just by default, I have Ameev. You know, yeah. I just can't trust Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts anymore. Let's see if he, you know, he does something in his return. Why not? Minus 280. Big, yeah, big number on that, so you might want to throw him in a uh, fat-ass parlay. parlay. Yeah, I could definitely throw him in a little, in a little par, par piece. What do, what do we like on this one? Ludwig Klein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ludwig Klein he, and Nate Landwehr. Lud, I like Ludwig Klein. But it's a cool I, name. Yeah, he lo- I lost his last fight to uh, Trezano, Michael Trezano. I remember, I remember that fight. He kind of didn't do enough and, and was kind of getting backed up a lot by Trezano. But I, I just I liked the way he looked in that fight. And, and Nate Landwehr is an absolute psychopath, so this is not a easy bet, but. He's minus three forty, so maybe you just want to throw him in that parlay, in that in that you know, fat favorite parlay minus two eighty minus three forty. Uh, we can throw in maybe you know, Julian Marquez if you like him minus two fifty. Yeah, you know, he, Manion uh, Ferro minus two thirty. Ladova Klein, Jim by Miller minus two twenty. You know, like somebody's gonna wind up losing. You would think, but Klein by not by knee. Whatever that is, you know, a knee knockout because that's how uh, Landwehr likes to get knocked out. Roost and Burns both need him, okay. need him into oblivion. So uh, yeah, I got climb. Brandon Davis and Donna Baccarel. There you go. I was hoping you would just step in there and say the end of that <laughs> name, but we got um, we got minus one eighty for Baccarel. Baccarol. Baccarol. There you go. Baccarol. 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 Against Davis. So Davis is plus one fifty. I like Baccarol. He he went he wins every time I fucking every time I watch him fight it seems and, and he puts on a good performance. Well, he he you know, honestly the last couple times if I mis- if I'm not mistaken he was a big time uh, favorite. It was minus probably he opened at minus three hundred against this. He fought mm. Natividad who's a bombing. Guido Canetti who's not really good either. So that makes sense. Yeah, well, you only minus one. Fi- oh, closed at minus two fifty. Okay, that, that's what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, Guido Canetti, he was only minus one thirty. So maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm conflating some things here. But give me uh, Baccarat minus one eighty eight on Fanduel. Ariane Camalosi and uh, Mini Nunes. What do yeah, you think? I got Camalosi. She's uh, she actually showed me a little bit. She's she can do some things. Estella Nunez, uh, you know, she's like not really convinced she's real. So I got Cardalasi. Yeah, and I totally agree. I'm not going to waste any more of your time. That is the end of the card, I believe. Uh, am, am I wrong? I, I, I didn't miss not. anything. Thank God. Um, a Firo Marquez parlay is plus 101. I'm just saying. Yep. So we're going to. So the picks, the official podcast picks are Cardalasi, Baccarat. Uh, Ludwig Klein, but you know, not, it's not really saying much. Loopy, Ameev, Andrew Sanchez. Yeah. Eh. Keep, keep him out. Yeah. Keep him out. All right, he's out. He's out. Uh, Marquez. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely comfortable with Marquez. Faroe. Faroe, Lad. Lad, yep. Miller. 
Yeah, why not? Miller, and we're not doing the Orlovsky fight, so. Uh, there you have it. There you go. That's your that's your card. That's that's our picks for the night. I just ran it down for you. Make sure you hit that 15 seconds. Go back. Fire up your FanDuel account or your DraftKings or your Barstool or whoever wants to advertise with us. We'll only say one if you want to advertise it with us, and I'll go back and or I'll make a whole podcast shitting on the other uh, books. But let us know what you think. Let us know how much you win, how much you bet. Just let us know if you think we're dumbasses and you like Bruno Silva by knockout, which wouldn't blame you because Andrew Sanchez can go to sleep. Well, that's that. Let's move on to a little bit of news. Uh, some different, I mean, not really many different fights. Your boy Pons has a fight, which is always huge for the podcast. Pons has a fight against Jeff Neal. That's going to be a good fight. That's on 270, right? I think so. I, of course, I know it's not letting me click it for some reason, but, you know. Tapology is uh, conveniently, conven- conveniently? Yeah, down, Tapology so. is down during the podcast, which is... I mean, what not, what not, the not fuck, dude? You know, like we we've had the sure dog, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, we might have a podcast just ranking all the uh, mixed martial arts Slice. websites. Yep, Tapology is number one, though. I love Tapology. Bloody elbow, dead blast. Hans and Jeff Neal is at two sixty nine on December eleventh. Two sixty nine. That's right. Okay, which is so. turning out to be a absolutely <sighs> fucking stacked card from top Leon to bottom. Leon and Leon and Masvidal. I got Leon. Yeah, how about that getting made? You got Leon? Yeah. Leon is a minus 200 uh, favorite, I saw. Damn. So uh, I, I'll i be betting Masvidal if it stays that way uh, as we get closer to the 11th. Oof, maybe, yeah. I don't think it matters either whether it's a three-round fight or a five-round fight. You know, I, it I is just, three, though. It is three, but that <clears throat> probably helps both guys. They can kind of just <laughs> go for it. I don't know if Leon's going to be able to wrestle or – I don't know what's going to happen in that fight. He's probably going to stand with him at distance and try to keep him off of him, I would assume. But that might be a good fight, bro. That's going to be a really good one. Building up, they they have the bad blood going into it. So another fight that's going to be out or uh, on December 11th is going to be Macy Barber and Aaron Blanchfield, dude. Macy Barber really? getting a replacement for uh, Montana De La Rosa, who is out. Oh, my God. No fucking surprise there. Kyler Not surprised Fi- at your, all. Your guy Kyler Phillips on UFC 271 against Marcelo Rojo. Ooh, good so, fight. Uh, yeah, I think that's a win for him, though. Hopefully. Trezano has a fight against Hakeem Dawadu. That's going to be on February 5th. That's a nice fight. Sam Alvey and Ian Heinish. Great match. Absolutely great matchmaking by the UFC here. Because I uh, give me Heinish, though. Um, Jeremiah Wells. Jake Matthews. December 4th. Jeremiah Wells, a Philly guy? Yeah, Jersey. Yeah. Jersey, Philly. Yeah, just a, he's a local guy getting it, you know, getting another local guy fighting Jake Matthews, feeding Jake Matthews these Northeast guys. Moreno and uh, Figueredo moved to 270. They're like, yo, bro, 269 is too stacked. You guys got to take a, take a week off or to take a month off. We'll see you next month. I'm sure they didn't mind. Uh, Yeah, and... You know, there was a couple of uh, domestic violence incidents, apparently. Luis Pena was released by the UFC for you know, striking his woman and a, uh, a bystander who was trying to get involved. I didn't really read much into the... I couldn't find, like, the police report and everything that they, you know, were saying yeah. was, was not good. But, you know, more scumbag stuff. Apparently, he's been a scumbag in the past. I didn't know much about him. 
Yeah, but, he did uh, that a couple times. Yeah, rest in piss to uh, violent Bob Ross. Uh, you know. John Jones kicked out Jackson Wink. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Jackson kicked him out? Or, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I believe so. Winkle John and fucking. Both of them. Yeah, All apparently them. one of them called him and said, talk to him. And he, you know, John's still playing the victim on Twitter. Like, yeah, yeah I've lost the support of one of my coaches, my longtime coach. And it's like, dude, don't, you know. Don't you get it, bro? Like all these people Come are on. telling you all this shit. Like, bro, you, like you have to change. You cannot yeah. continue to fucking do the shit that you do. You know. And he said he has a bunch of yes men around him, and I, I I'll tell him the truth. I won't be one of those yes men. Yep. Good for him, bro. Seriously, somebody needs to do it. Because obviously, it's not everything else is not working. There, he continues to fucking do the same shit that's been getting him in, in trouble and hurting people for the, this, all this time. Yeah, at some point he needs to fucking not even grow up, but it's just like you know he always talks about I, I can be better and second all this different shit. At some point you need to just put put words to action and just actually be a better yeah. person, you know. But hundred percent. Hope, hope you're listening, John. Uh, Ch- Chuck Liddell took another loss in his uh, comeback to the octagon. Jesus, uh, losing losing to his wife via first round knockout. Come on, dude. No, but uh, Chuck Liddell was arrested, I believe, yeah, voluntarily. Uh, you know, he got in a domestic incident with his wife. Apparently, she hit him, and he didn't hit her back. Who knows the facts? That's t- what his and statement he took was. The, uh, and he, he, he took the yell like a man. He volunteered to go to the go to jail instead of. I her, mean, I, which... I would always volunteer to go to jail. Jail is a fun place. I think it's kind of criminally underrated. Have you so, been in jail? I've been arrested. I've been to a holding cell. There that was go. very boring. I got yelled at like it was high school. So that was fun. Yeah, you're like, hey, fuck you, dude. I, I already know. I told right. me to stop talking. How about uh yeah, shit, yeah fuck you dude how about Calvin Cater I think this happened uh, while we were while we were on hiatus Calvin Cater and Giga Chikatse January fifteenth or fifteenth yeah it's going to be headlining a UFC event that's interesting that's um, Rockhold pulls out of the Strickland fight that's depressing yeah but you know that's that was right. he was going to get knocked out anyway Phil Rowe and Jason Knight or Jason Witt sorry not Jason Knight Jesus Whoa. Mississippi mean. It's yeah. always on my brain. Sean Soriano's got a fight. I think I t- we talked about this last time. Though, Phil but. Halls and, and Chris Curtis at uh, 268 or 269. Yeah, okay. I like that fight. Yeah, they were supposed to fight this weekend, but too short notice. Curtis is good, man. No, it wasn't... Uh, yeah, they both were supposed to fight different guys, though, right? Or... Because I'm pretty... Wasn't um, Hall supposed to fight Deron Wynn? Yeah, but that Chris Curtis stepped up. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Because that, that was and like a week or two Halls. ago, right? And then, like, yeah, he stepped Hall in. said no. And then Krause said he was going to step in. People were right, like, wait right, a minute. Right, right, right. Okay, you got to right. focus on coaching because you can't do that right. So Jesus. Yeah, you imagine how bad the fucking coaching would have been if you actually had been hitting the brain a couple times before that? Yeah, you would have been telling that he won all three rounds. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that about wraps it up for the news, right? I don't think, we, I don't, I don't think we're missing much. No. The, the fights that were made... Uh, you know, different news in and out of the octagon, and uh, Bellator. Do want to talk a little bit about Bellator this upcoming weekend? I mean, there's not. What is it? Nemkov is a minus five hundred favorite. Corey Anderson and Ryan Bader. A little interesting yeah. there. Uh, Henderson Primus. Yeah, Henderson Primus. Who do you got there? Henderson. I feel cooked, like right. <coughs> so is Brent Primus. Yeah. I mean, I, know, I feel like I this fight happened or should have happened ten, fifteen years ago in WBC. But yeah, I got Kim Benson. Give me best Henry Corrales is back. Um, yeah, Carl Arbreckinson against Yasha Muradov. Be an interesting fight for uh, for Bellator standards. Lance Gibson Jr. Not to be confused with Lance Palmer. 
Jr. Uh, or Arnold Palmer for that matter. Um, we have another Berkmanoff on the undercard of this. So Belter's got a little little action on a on a Saturday night at the uh, Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh boy. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what that main card's about. Honestly, that should be honestly pretty good. The main card should be good. Yeah, and if you want to fire honestly, up the YouTube honestly, and you want to watch dudes fight, then good. You know, good luck watching uh, yeah. Randy Field versus Sumiko Inaba. That's a good fight. Or uh, that's a good what fight. do we got here? What do we got? Here? We got Lance Gibson Jr. versus Raymond Pena. Watch out for Lance Gibson, dude. Jalen Bates versus Rafael Montini. Montini. We're- we were supposed to have Teofimo Lopez on Saturday, but yeah. Triller decided to not pay anybody money, so that has been uh, postponed. Hey, man, you know what? You can't be surprised when you get in, in the bed and get in the business with those fucking clowns, dude. I, yeah, I, you, I get, don't, you get in bed, you'll get eight. I just don't know, though. Like, how, I understand money's, money's money and money talks or whatnot, but if you're like the manager for Teofimo and you're a li- you just beat Lomachenko, and it's like, we can go anywhere, man. Like we can have these fights go anywhere. Like we can fight on Showtime. We can fight on Fox. You know, like and all these people would I, probably give them money. I'm sure not as much as Triller claimed to. But don't you think like I could walk in the room and be like, listen, we can have you fight at at the park, and I'll pay you a hundred million. And he's like, yeah, this dude, like, come on, dude. This dude was like the star of the boxing world for a night or two after he beat Lomachenko, and then he says, yeah. I'll just take a fight off for Triller. Yeah, they seem legit. Just I don't know, you know what the matter is. It's, it's obviously everything. yeah, all the well. Actually, funny enough, they didn't fight, and they're getting money for from Triller. They're getting million, uh, I think nine hundred k. So hey, they got a nice little bag there. And George Cambosos did all the talking, all the shit talking. Yeah, he escaped an ass beating for now because that fight's going to happen soon. Um, Emmanuel Navarrete Friday is fighting on ESPN Plus. He's a very good a uh, featherweight champion. He's fighting Joette Gonzalez in San Diego, California. If you're not, if you're bored Friday night, ESPN Plus, you have it. Throw it on. Navarrete's pretty good. Uh, Mikey Garcia comes back Saturday night. TBA location. I guess they still don't know where the fight is, which is um, that's interesting. Not good. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they should probably know. You know where it's a going week before tomorrow. the fight. We should. We definitely should know <laughs> where we're gonna have this thing at. Maybe yeah, tomorrow, at the I'm park tomorrow. Maybe it's, it's at, a couple days. Uh, yeah, under my uh, under my banner, uh, hot take, hot box fights. <laughs> Huey Fury is getting in the ring uh, this Saturday Hugh? night against Christian Hammer, the Hammer, in Newcastle, England. They are fighting for a – not belt. Okay, they're just fighting for Fight pride. for shits and gigs and money. The, uh, one of the best cruiserweights in the world, Myris Breedis. I know cruiserweights have forgotten division. He's the champion. He might be the best uh, cruiserweight out there. He's fighting on TBA TV, whatever the hell that is. Triller has a boxing event this weekend, though. There's these random guys I've never heard of fighting in Brooklyn, New York, so <laughs> – Okay, they're they're, they're, they're hanging in there. They're on there. Okay, they're trying. They're trying. Other than that, boxing's taking a bit of a break until Shakur Stevenson's fighting next Sunday, which is gonna be a really good fight against Jamal Herring. Uh, Dylan White's coming back. Uh, Michaela Meyer in women's boxing, one of the best women's boxers. She's fighting. This is soon. all next week. No, this is all within the next couple of weeks. It's all just a kind of slow play until Canelo in the beginning of November. Oh, okay. When he fights Caleb okay. Plant, uh, and so it's it, not much going on boxing wise until then. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I'm looking forward to it because uh, this week is really slow. I appreciate anyone who stuck it through to listen to all this because this ep- these episodes are not uh, not as fun to do as the other ones. I wouldn't say they're they're tough or hard because I lo- I I do I could do this all day long, but 
it, it, I, we're looking forward to some exciting cards to actually have some real conversations and have some real confident picks. But I feel like we can make some money on these UFC fights this weekend. Now, you've talked Absolutely. me you talked me into feeling a lot better than I did uh, start before I started this podcast. So. You know, Hopefully, Aspilada doesn't make a fool out of me, or else, you know. Yeah, it's on. It's on when I see her. I'll be pissed, oh, I dude. I, I, we'll come back on this podcast, and I'll play the poor fucking the Brazilian national anthem to start yep. the uh, podcast. I yeah. really will. I really will next <laughs> week if she wins. We are starting it with a Brazilian national anthem. I don't know what that sounds like, but we'll start with a Probably little good. bit of it. Probably and, good. And yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, any parting shots for for the people of the universe? Um. Go Dodgers Thursday night. Right, bring okay. it home. Repeat LA. Go Kapler. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. That's it.